hey, good things are happening at Wilson University, and uh, we are making preparation for to spring for evangelism around the world. Today, we're going to talk about it. So welcome to All Things Apostolic on this Tuesday, October the 3rd. And we are glad that you are with us. And it's a different day. It's a different thing. Things are happening. This particular studio that I'm in has just been set up as of this morning because the administrative space of Wilson University is expanding. In fact, it's not simply expanding. It's actually doubled. And uh, we're excited about it. Um, it's always kind of cool to be in a in a in a brand new space. The the even the walls are new. This was just a big open space, and now all of the walls have been built in the last month and uh, insulated and drywalled and uh, finished and painted. Uh, <clears throat> brand new carpets on the floor. Uh, we've got we've got out of this. We uh, end up with. Uh, one, two, three, four new offices, four new offices, and we end up with a, a, a brand new conference room. The one we have is so strong. Yeah, I mean, it's so small, and we pack in there just, I mean, it's like sardines, and uh, <clears throat> we've been doing that for several years, but now we are expanding. We got a brand new conference room. It's big. It's It's spacious. Um, we're getting a, a brand new conference table and we've got, we've already got the chairs. So, uh, good things are happening in that space. Also, there's a copy room. Um, there's a setting area for people to come in and, uh, don't have an office, but they're here for business or, or to see someone or whatever. And, uh, we also have the room that I'm in right now, which is a temporary, um, studio until we get the main ones finished. Now we're working on the main studios. The main studios are at a different location and they are like world class. It is taking a lot of time because uh, the space and the uh, amount of work that goes into creating this is very significant. And uh, so uh, it's a it's a wonderful deal and we've got a wonderful deal, and this space that we have is going to be absolutely world-class studios. As uh, many of you probably know, Google is working on a process, and they've got it. Now, the last somebody, last time somebody talked to me about it, they've got it to about over 95%, uh, maybe 98%, where I can be speaking like this, and my voice will come out with my intonation, with my, the timbre of my voice, it'll sound like me, but it can come out in 44 different languages simultaneously. Now that's, I don't know much about it, but I know it's coming and I know I'm very interested in it because our goal is uh, to reach the whole world with the gospel, to at least make it available to everybody that's got a computer or an iPhone or, or, or a phone and and give everybody in the world a chance. 
our idea here is, let me tell you our idea. This is with Reach Worldwide, uh, which is our covering corporation to do all of these things, uh, nonprofit. But Reach Worldwide is, its goal is to reach worldwide. And we believe we can do this. The idea is also that, okay, we go and we preach on there. We preach to all of these different languages. Uh, we get responses. We have people that want to know more about the gospel. And when we get these responses, we have a whole system set up for filing these names. We will get hundreds of names, maybe thousands of people who want to know more. Some will be pastors with churches. Some will be bishops over organizations of scores of churches uh, or, or maybe even small organizations, 20 churches or whatever. The, we already know this will work because it's happening all the time with people with their podcasts, with their live streaming. Um, I'll give you one example. Um, uh, the church in uh, Laurel, Mississippi, uh, that Pastor Jerry Rowley and Frankie Rowley, pastor the church there, and uh, a man contacted them from India. This is a couple of years ago. A man contacted them from India and said, I've been listening to your live stream, and I'd like to know more. And so uh, Brother Raleigh called me, and he said, what do you think we ought to do? I said, well, I hate it, but right now there's not, I can't do any more than you can do, but somebody probably needs to go over there if it's a serious situation and you feel good about it and meet this man. So unbeknownst to me, Brother Raleigh contacted Brother Wade Bass. Brother Wade Bass went over to India, contacted the man, preached for the man. While he was there, there was, uh, as I remember the story, there was one of his family members, the pastor, uh, who was sick and uh, very, very sick. And Brother Bass prayed for him and God healed this family member. And it was like it, like it, it rippled out across the church and even across the city. And uh, Brother Bass, I never, I don't think I'll ever forget this. Brother Bass told me that um, he said, Brother Wilson, he said, for the first time, I think I know what the Apostle Peter felt like when he was walking down the street and people were reaching out to him and even wanting just his shadow to pass over them. He said, I walked down the street, and he said, there were so many people reaching out and saying, would you pray for me? Can you help me? And he said, the compassion, the, the recognition of the need, uh, a needy people that need to hear the gospel is, uh, is incredible. Anyway, so, uh, so he preached to this. Uh, he, he gave the preacher Bible studies, his, gave his family Bible studies, gave the church Bible studies. They saw the truth. They've received the Holy Ghost. Some of them, I think, already had it. A few, maybe, not many. And um, uh, and then they've, they've all been baptized in the name of the Lord. Uh, now the man has uh, some churches in an organization that he's in, or I believe the head of, and uh, those churches have now been baptized in the name of the Lord and are receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, meanwhile, Brother Bass has helped him and he's building a three-story headquarters. I don't know how many churches are associated with him, but there's a number of them. And, uh, 
And uh, Brother Bass has been back a number of times. The man is solid. The man, he's, he's hungry to do more for God. And, and a great mission story came just out of what I'm talking about here. This is the reason we're creating the studio, so we can do this on a level that's unprecedented. Uh, in the studios, there's cutting rooms, there's production rooms, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a teaching chamber, there's a conference room. Uh, all of this goes along with the studios. It's not just some shabby little deal out here by itself. There's storage rooms, so there can be different uh, like props, like you may be setting like I'm at one session. Maybe there'll be uh, 10 people in another session. So there's there's prop, there's seats and appropriate uh, uh, tables and so forth for all of that. So this is going to be incredible. The studio will be able to record audio. It'll be able to record music. It'll be able to record our broadcast. It'll be able, it'll be uh, world cutting edge as far as the uh, visual side of things. Uh, it will have uh, the very, very latest uh, edition of an LED screen for studios, which is different than an LED screen for churches, um, uh, an LED wall. So anyway, all of this we're working on. We just, we just haven't got there yet. You need to pray for us and help us to, to, uh, uh, to get this accelerated and, uh, Building construction is always there's kind of a fun side to it, but there's also a frustrating side where it seems like you can't ever get everything done that needs to be done. We've got a lot of building and it's never changed. It's still the same. So um, anyway, uh, so we're in this temporary studio today and um, I, I hope everything looks good. I think uh, I think the technicians have done a great job uh, with the space that they've got to work with. And um and uh, when we get in the when we get in the finished product, everything takes time. But when we get in the finished product, it's going to be a wonderful thing for Wilson University. It's going to be a wonderful thing for world evangelism. It's going to be a wonderful thing for reaching worldwide on a regular basis. And and um, not only will I be preaching to the world, but there'll be others that'll be preaching to the world. We intend to have twenty four hours at some point of uh, apostolic ministry that is being produced that people can can visit and uh, and that people can respond to. The response side of it, there's offices that are actually set up for people to take care of the response side. There's 8 million people in the world. If God touches us and helps us, we can have a great, great impact uh, for the gospel, much bigger than any of us probably ever dreamed. Years ago, I was the director and speaker of Harvest Time, which was a worldwide radio broadcast of the United Pentecostal Church, and um, and for a short time there, we were uh, we were I don't know how many stations we were on, 250 maybe, and uh, then we were on shortwave and we were on FM around the world. At that time, there was uh, three billion people in the world, and uh, if everybody in the world turned the radios on and tuned them to uh, a, a station that Harvest Time was on, uh, we could, the potential was to reach about one-third of the world's population, uh, about one billion people. So uh, at that time, that seemed like, uh, I mean, just so outlandish. How how can you even make this work? How, how can that be that you could reach one billion people at a time? 
Well, it's all changed now. Your 12-year-old kid, if they can teach a Bible study, can reach the whole world um, that's got access to a, a phone or access to a computer. Uh, and and all of us can do it. So our idea is, is what if we get what if we get all the systems in place and then we get people that are vitally interested in reaching the world? They can be doing other things at the same time. This is not like necessarily they full-time ministry they have to do every day, but they but they are contributing things that are going out to the world and uh, and taking advantage of the technology that allows us to cross all these language barriers and bring people into uh, a contact with the gospel. So there's other stories I could tell you, like the one I just told you about Pastor Raleigh and about uh, uh, evangelist and missionary Wade Bass. Uh, we're sending uh, one of the books I wrote is Basic, uh, apostolic theology we're, we're contributing a hundred copies of that to another place that's broke out in Africa uh, and they're wanting more doctrinal and theological material and they're these people are brilliant they're brilliant sometimes people think that people in other nations especially third world nations that it has anything to do with their intelligence or their IQ or their brilliance it has nothing to do with it. These people are brilliant. These people are hungry for God. These people are aggressive. Their particular governments or their particular circumstances have not conspired together to bring them to a place of a robust uh, financial strength as America has experienced and still experiences. But these people themselves, they are, if, if they are equipped and uh, if they are given guidance, they are so hungry to move forward. And so we're excited about all of those things. This is kind of a little update on what's going on around here and, and some of the things. Uh, in about um, 30 minutes, I will be interviewing uh, new people to, to fill key positions here, like uh, company positions, like well, two or three different ones that we have to fill. And we're working on that. Enrollment is growing. People are realizing that, the, that apostolic education is a different thing. Apostolic education is not just education. Apostolic education is not just religious education. Apostolic education is not just people that say this is biblical education. It's apostolic Pentecostal. It is it 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 goes right back to the book of Acts and all of the things that preceded Acts that focuses into the time that the Spirit of God would enter a man and a woman and that that would be the governance mechanism that God uses to govern them is the spirit within. Instead of a policeman from without, or instead of laws from without, or instead of uh, uh, restraints on people to govern them, they are governed within by the Holy Spirit. It was a profound change in the governance model uh, in the whole world of how it comes from within a person instead of from without a person. So Apostolic Pentecostal theology uh, goes into all these things, and that's what Wilson University is all about. So anyway, thank you for being with me today. God bless you. We will talk to you tomorrow.